For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Strike up the band. The Bears clinch a playoff berth. Hey, 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 hey. It's the House of L podcast. I'm Lawrence Holmes. Um, so many things, so many things to say about this game. Where's Dave Matthews? Okay, let's start with the obvious. The Packers are better than the Bears, and they have a better quarterback who is able to change the game when change is needed. He's all world. He's probably going to be MVP, and he lit the Bears up. You saw a moment where you really valued Brian Urlacher in this game, and it's the moment where the Bears get beat on the blitz, <laughs> and they get beat on the blitz, and Danny Trevathan is is tailing behind the receiver, and you're like, oh, no. That's where you learn like how good Brian Urlacher was at that mug technique where you then have to get back and cover the middle third of the field. That's how you know that he was an all-world player because Danny Trevathan's a pretty good player, and he was beaten after six steps on that play. I, like a lot of people, am not sure how to feel about any of this. It doesn't feel like the Bears deserve to be in the playoffs, so it's hard to celebrate them being in the playoffs. That's probably as succinctly as I can say it. But the good news is that I have a podcast, so I can keep going on different parts of the Bears' issues and so on and so forth. Let's start with the game plan. What if I told you that I thought the Bears had a great game plan and almost executed it to perfection? If I was trying to beat the Packers with the Bears personnel, I would have done exactly what the Bears did today. Let's try to grind this game out. Let's try to win it with our run game. And let's hope, let's hope that the Packers make a mistake that we can capitalize on. The problem for the Bears is that when they were given opportunities to capitalize on mistakes, they didn't do it. I got a lot of pushback on Twitter when I was talking about how the Bears missed an opportunity after the, the turnover. You get a turnover. That's, that's what you were hoping for. You get a turnover in, in plus territory, and you're not able to turn it into a touchdown. You had to settle for three. You had a perfect first drive. The Bears' first drive was outstanding. It's exactly the way that you would draw it up. And then after that, you settled for three field goals. And one of those field goals came after a quick change where you should be looking to strike. Look at how many times, even with 
the way that the game plan was supposed to go, even with that, look at how many times Trubisky threw the ball. He threw the ball 42 times in this game. That's still too many. And when you look at the yards per attempt, it's not good. It's around six, which is not ideal. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers was at 10 yards in attempt. He only threw the ball 24 times. At, uh, and I get at the end, they're just kind of pouring it on. I feel like the game turned on the third and fourth down plays where the Bears turned the ball over on downs. On the third down play, Jimmy Graham misses a block he or he's late to a block. Maybe he couldn't even – I'd have to – I'm probably not being fair, completely fair to Jimmy Graham, and I should go back and watch it. But it looked like he missed, missed the reach block that would have given the Bears a, a better opportunity to get the first down on third down. And then on fourth down, he runs the safety off, the corner off, and it only lead, leaves Mitch with one read. And that one read was covered, and he almost threw an interception on the play. I thought the Bears defense played good enough to to win but didn't win the game. And they had chances. If you heard me throughout the week on the score, I kept talking about how you have to follow the money. The money has to step up in this situation. The guys who are making the big bucks, they have to be a part of the solution if the Bears are going to win the game. It's got to be Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks, and Robert Quinn. It's got to be those guys, and it also has to be Eddie Jackson. Eddie had an opportunity to make a play, and he didn't make a play, and it sucks because you've seen him make that play before. You've seen him have great hands before, and you didn't see it in today's game. He tackled a little bit better, although the Bears... We're missing tackles uh, on on one of the the big scoring drives that that was also a third down conversion that the Packers should have never made was two missed tackles by the Bears that extended a drive and that drive turned into points. Mac got a sack in the game, so that's good. But when you're not getting Aaron Rodgers on the ground, you're gonna lose. You can pressure him all you want. He slides to the left, slides to the right, cha-cha slide, and he ends up making plays down the field. So it's all well and good that you you pressured him. And there were a couple times I saw, you know, had a, a good game defensively, and I know he only scratched for one tackle, but Barkevious Mingo I thought played really well for the Bears. You know who I think struggled? Duke Shelley. They absolutely went after Duke Shelley. It was like the first game, but in the first game, they were going after Buster Screen. They found the matchup, and they went after it. Wherever he was, it seemed like he was being targeted, and Rodgers was able to make plays. Aaron Rodgers, 19-24, 240 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions. And here's what's troubling. There were opportunities for the Bears to come up with interceptions on Rodgers, and they couldn't. Those are the things that you regret. Those are the things that suck. Now, 
I think I got the math on this right. Had you won the game, you would have ended up playing Green Bay again. And maybe the Bears are a better matchup for uh, for the Saints than they are Green Bay. I'm trying to look on the bright side of this. But they they had done so many good things in the game. Giving David Montgomery opportunities to make plays, and he did. You know, he was over 130 yards of total offense today. Darnell Mooney with 11 catches on 13 targets. But you only had five targets for Allen Robinson, and I get that they were trying. The Packers took him out of your game plan. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You have to find ways to give him opportunities to win. And when they did get a red zone opportunity, Mitch threw the ball behind A-Rob in the end zone. You got to at least get it into his catching radius and allow him to make a play. I don't know how much breakdown of this game that you want, and I've given more than I was expecting to give of this game. Here's what I expect the Bears to do now. I expect for them to tell you that the season is a success because the team made the playoffs, that this team had lost six games in a row, and they made the playoffs, and that should should make up for all of the things that they lacked. What they won't tell you is that this is an expanded playoff. If this were the regular 16 playoff per conference, the Bears wouldn't be anywhere close to making the playoffs this year. Not anywhere. They'd be two games out of making a playoff spot. But they get in. And I they're going to sell you the hope of maybe we can make something happen in the playoffs. They're going to tell you that they're going to wipe the slate clean that the playoffs is a new season. To a certain degree, they're right. They're right about that. It is a new season, but some of the problems with their quarterback and this team still persist. And you saw it late in the game. Still, when Mitch has pressure or is flustered, he still makes terrible decisions and throws the ball into spots that he has no business doing it. Bracketed coverage, doesn't care. He's going to throw it there. I think that as well as he's played over the last month, this game was an alarming reminder of how limited he is as a quarterback. And they did some things. They did a lot of the same stuff where you're talking about moving the pocket and, and using the run game to set up some play action. I thought that they got a little scary. They didn't try and push the issue down the field. They allowed the Packers to kind of dictate on defense what the Bears were going to be able to do. I know that they the Bears wanted to play it close to the vest, and trust me, it was part of what I thought would have been the, re, the, the type of game plan that they should have run. I, I agree with them wholeheartedly on that. But at the end of this, you have to set it up so that you can at least take a shot. 
so you can threaten him. They had the one with Darnell Mooney. But you come up with that big play, and then what happens? You, you stall down there. This team has got a lot of flaws, and a lot of them were exposed in their 35-16 to 16 loss to Green Bay. I, I just think that what you're going to hear from them is they're going to try to sweep the season under the rug and tell you that their first priority is to win the division and the second priority is to win, get to the playoffs. So they accomplish that part of it by getting to the playoffs. But it's unsatisfying. I, the only way that I can see it being satisfying is if the Bears were to win a playoff game. I think that's the only way that any of us can sit here and be like this season was had some success to it. And if you were someone that was sitting here waiting for there to be change, you know for at least a week there can't be any change, and the reports are already out there that Matt Nagy is coming back. And if if you hire a general if you fire Ryan Pace and hire a general manager with the edict that your head coach is coming back, I think that that's the wrong way of doing business. I think that it's okay for the Bears to ask whomever it is that is going to be their general manager to consider keeping Matt Nagy as their head coach. But if you handcuff a GM with a coach that he doesn't want, you end up in a situation like what you have with Ryan Pace and John Fox. I just don't think that it's the way to do business. But they're going to convince themselves and then try and convince you that what they did this season was a success. They're going to talk about 2020. They're going to talk about COVID. They're going to throw all those things at you, and they're going to tell you that the team never quit on Matt Nagy, and that's why he's going to stick around and be the head coach of this team. Prepare yourself because that's what's happening. I think that Mitch, I don't think that they can sell to us or to themselves that Mitch should be their quarterback next year. But what does that leave you with? That leaves you with Nick Foles and a draft pick. And if I'm Matt Nagy, do I really want to do this job if that's what I have at the quarterback spot? I don't know. Probably not, though, right? So that's where things stand. It doesn't it I can't imagine any Bears fan feeling like anything was accomplished on Sunday night. Even with them getting in. And now they're going to go play the Saints down in New Orleans. I know you're going to watch, but I feel like you're probably going to hate watch the game. I'm a firm believer, like I'm super optimistic when it comes to sports. I've always been that way when it comes to me playing. So I know that those guys are going to try and convince themselves that what they're doing this week to prepare for the Saints matters. They've got new life. They've got a new lease on life, and they can go out there and win. And maybe they can. I I wish them a lot of luck. But you saw this team's flaws and weaknesses when opportunities were there to get the job done, 
against a really quality opponent that was making enough mistakes where you could get excited about maybe winning the game. The Bears couldn't come up with plays. Their defense couldn't come up with the game-changing play. Mingo misses an interception. Jackson misses an interception. Those are the marks of teams that that are winning teams. I was very happy and proud of them when they were converting these fourth downs, but then at the end, you end up with a fourth down situation that you can't convert, and you don't really give your, your offense a chance to win because you're only giving Mitch one read or you're giving him two reads and Jimmy Graham messes up the play, whichever one it is. It's disheartening, to say the least. But I'm going to get myself ready. I'm going to get myself ready because I know all week that's the story that is going to be told at Hallis Hall. Matt Nagy is going to tell you that they reached one of their secondary goals and you're going to wipe the slate clean and the season is over. We're putting that to bed and our only focus is the Saints. So be prepared. Thanks for listening. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.